Hi, Tony. Pleasure to speak to you all this afternoon. And uh, for those listening, um, welcome to uh, this evening's Bobblecast. Um, trying to keep them going. Really a bottom. Uh, tonight we've got uh, a different mix again. Uh, so it's Witch, Mitch, and you may have seen the man on the guitar at the weekends and the weekend before. Uh, which uh, welcome to, to Matthew as well. Hello. <laughs> you all right, Matt? Yeah, you all right, Mitch? Yeah, not too bad, mate. So it's been, uh, I think you've been busy at the moment on your guitar, haven't you, Matt? I know, I've never played it so much, even when I did it for a living. We're intending to keep you busy. There's, there's plenty of things to be cracking on with, keeping everyone happy anyway, a bit of engagement online, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's good, I've enjoyed it, like. So we'll, um, we'll we'll crack on, and, and the subject for tonight's a bit different. Um, for anyone that watched uh, Match of the Day at the weekends, they had the uh, top 10 foreign uh, <clears throat> imports of the Premier League, um, and they quantified that by being non-British um, players to play in the Premier League. Um, so we, we've decided that we're going to do a pre- uh, the same, uh, but obviously relating to Everton Football Club. Because um, obviously that's all we like talking about. We don't care about anyone else. Just for a bit of fun, isn't it? Hey, <laughs> should keep us going. Have you, got, have you got your glass of wine there, Mitch, or you got your Stella? I'm on a Stella tonight, mate. Uh, yeah, it's it's too it's too warm for a red wine. So a uh, nice cold Stella tonight. Carlo Ancelotti might disagree with you there, like, but uh, that's a I know, story. But, yeah, I know, but it's a time and place, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what about yourself, Matt? Have you got a nice cold beverage on you, or you're you're on the uh, the, the cup of teas? Well, I've got a bottle of Libina, but then there's also an um, one of them Aldi Brasserie stubbies. Ah. I might crack open in a minute. I've been getting into them recently. Yeah. <laughs> Be careful on them, Matt. I know they are little sneaky little things, aren't they? <laughs> Cheeky little four and a half percent. Yeah, <laughs> take the edge off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Right, uh, so we'll, we'll get started early, and um, what we'll do is we'll go around the houses and get name your ten, and then we'll we'll go across the uh, common ground, and then we'll work ourselves into the foreign territory. Um, so we'll start with you, then, Mitch. If you want to take not 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 uh, just literally the ten names that you've got. Yeah, no particular order, no. Uh, no, no, just just any ten that you've got. Right, okay. I've got uh, I've got Lee Carsley. I've got Fellaini, Richarlis. I've got Lukaku, uh, Stephen Pina, Arteta, uh, Tim Howard, Seamus Coleman, Andre Kincelskis, and Tim Cahill. Just bear with me. That's an ad- there's an additional one there that I haven't got. Um, <laughs> Listen, me, me and you never agree on anything anyway, so <laughs> there's always going to be one or two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, go on, Matt. Uh, let's see. Let's see. It shows you ten. I've got Kayo, Kanchelskis, Limpar, Arteta, um, Pinar, Coleman, Yakubu, Lukaku, Howard, and then it was a toss-up between Fellaini and Richarlison. And I think I'm going to plump for Richarlison. Interesting. So you've got a, a, an additional two again. Yeah. So, so you've got, wait there, you've got Yakubu in there, yeah? Yeah, right. And he's gone. He's gone for old uh, Anders Limpard as well. Limpard, yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, he's a bit. Matt's a bit older than me, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> the, the grey hair or something. <laughs> you joke, but I have started to get grey hairs, and I don't know if it's the re- all the all the uh, the ale that I'm drinking, or it's just I am getting old like Matt. <laughs> he's getting more distinguished. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll probably stay, we'll just work, we'll work around we'll work down the ones that we do have. So we've all got um, the obvious one would be uh, Romelu Lukaku. Yeah. Are you giving us yours or are you just going to go through it? Um, okay, I'll, I'll just I'll yeah. run through my first. Uh, Romelu, Romelu Lukaku. Yeah. Sylvan uh, Distan. Right. Uh, Richardson. Yeah. Uh, Fellaini. Yeah. Seamus. Andre Kinchelskis. Lee Carso. PNR. Tim Howard. 
and Timmy Cahill. Right. You'll notice that Artes is not on my list, and I'll explain as and when the time presents itself. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll probably start with Lukaku then. Uh, Who wants to start talking about Lukaku? Why is Lukaku there? His goals. Yeah. Yeah. He did, he did, he did, what, 87 goals in 155 appearances. I mean, yeah, it's good going it is. that, isn't it? You know, uh, natural goal scorer. Uh, probably not the greatest attitude, but... Um, no, his attitude stinks. Yeah, he, he's... When you look at that, 87 goals, that, that's some return, isn't it? At that age yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty much a one-and-two goal scorer, isn't he? Which, there's not many of them knocking rounds anymore. No, no, I agree. Um, you know, at, at the time, obviously, you know, we got a bit of grief, everyone. You know, we kind of like, well, you know, we can't hold the ball up. Maybe it wasn't his best attribute, you know. And, and the, you know, I think looking back now, you know, our best Premier League goal scorer there, and, and certainly, you know, I, I'd have him back now. I don't know about you, you lads, but I'd have him back if, if the option was there. Yeah. The player we sold as our back, but the player he became after we sold him, no. I don't think I would. If you could get back to how he was when we had him that season, what two thousand and say seventeen? Yeah. I no, I agree. I, yeah, I agree with you there. Actually, Matt. Um, I don't. I don't know if he's if he's still the same player. Could he still do it in the Prem now? It, you know, we struggled at United. He plays in Italy now. Um, that if you were saying the Lukaku that left us, of course I'd have him back. But I don't know whether he's he could. St- whether he'd still be the same player, you know, after having a couple of seasons away. Lads, I, I just reckon Lukaku just goes goals no matter what. Um, mm. you, know, you know, he can he can put a bit of beef on and he's, he's still hit them for United as well. It was United's top scorer in the Premier League before he left. Yeah. I think, he, um, yeah, I think he was like, but I mean, I don't know. It's a good question, actually. I mean, would, you look at Calvert-Lewin and Richarlison, they've got a good little thing going, haven't they? Um, why would you break yeah. that up? You could play Richarlison behind the pair of them, imagine that's the three of them. You could, but then you saw the edge and Keane out a bit, aren't you? Yeah, true, but, yeah. But, but listen, that, that, that's, a, that's a different subject anyway. We're talking about uh, something else, aren't we? The years that have gone. Um, the next one I think that we've all got uh, would be uh, Timmy Cale. I know, I'll let you start on this one, Mitch, because I know he's close to your heart. Oh, yeah. Kale, like, for me, he's number one on yeah. my list. Um, two, £2 million we bought him for, I think it was at the time. Yeah, he, he's 56 goals in 226 appearances. Just a, just a cracking little player. I loved his style. Popped up in important goals. Um, you know, nasty little bastard as well. And, yeah. you know... <laughs> That's how he was on the other day on YouTube watching that, and he was getting stuck into them all. And just, just one, of, probably one of my favourite play, my favourite player of all time, Tim Cale. What about yourself, Matt? I think he he defines Everton in those like twelve years that Moyes was the manager. If you if you have to pick one player, I know Moyes says like Nigel Martin was his best signing, but Cale defines us. Everton went through him. And I think as much as I hate bringing them up when it's talking about us, I think, to be honest, if they were being really honest with us, any Liverpool fan who looked at our team and said, and he said, which of our players would you take? I think they'd all take Kyle. Yeah, definitely, mate. I, I remember working with a fella, um, Peter, and he, he was a res, and he, he used to hate Kyle because he used to always score against them. And, you know, he was just a little nasty bastard. And, like I say, fantastic player. Number one on my list, to be honest. It, I think he doesn't get enough credit for just how good a player he actually was. Yeah. People say like about him, you know, he's a fighter and all that, but he was a good footballer. He was. And he proved that. He proved that when he went. You know, he dragged Australia through that World Cup, didn't he? Yeah, he, and, was, uh, a cle- he was a clever footballer. Very clever. Yeah. I, I think we we talked about this before as well. Though is you know we talked about being a nice footballer and being an effective footballer. Um, and you know we've seen plenty of. Nice footballers, John Stone to be a nice footballer, yeah. Uh, but he's not necessarily as effective as other players who, who maybe aren't, aren't as good on the football, you know, good, good, good natural footballers as him. And you know, Kale probably, you know, 
he probably wasn't the best on the ball, was he? But he his timing into the box and his effectiveness out to, to really kind of put you know uh, puncture teams you know at the right times was great, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, very much so, mate. You had you had players like um, footballers like Osman and Arteta and Pina, but Kale was different. Like you say, he probably weren't as good footballers as them, but he popped up with more goals, more important goals, and he's done all the, the, the nasty stars of the game. He's one of, you know, obviously we've, we've talked about the other week, week we were on, on with Andy Elpavosse and we've talked about the need for goals um, from midfields and, you know, he, you know he, he'd be an example of, of someone. I don't actually think he probably fit into a four four two personally, but, um, we, you know, they don't grow on trees, these kinds of goal-scoring midfielders, do they, anymore? No. Not at that point, um, anyway. No, definitely not. No, certainly not. For, for, for uh, your bang for your buck, like you, you'd struggle to get much more, you know, better than him for the, for the price we got him for as well. Mm. Um, now, kind of fast forwarding a bit. Um, in fact, yeah, we'll, we'll stay we'll stay back way back when really. Uh, Andre Kinchelskis, uh, we've all got him. Um, what a fucking winger he was! That was unbelievable. Um, now I'll probably start with this one, um, and. For me, I think I, I I I was just obviously trying to remember as much as I can about Kinchels because because being born in in eighty four, I was you know pretty much um, about eleven or twelve when Kinchels was here. But I just remember idolising him. You know, he just he was absolutely fucking electric on that wing, wasn't he? he was so direct, yes. And teams just couldn't live with him. And um, when I was looking back at his, you know, some of the stuff about him, I noticed that. He actually got 16 goals in his last 25 games of, of the season. Um, what a return that is for a right, a right winger. It's fucking unbelievable, isn't it? I mean, it? Yeah. We, could, we could do with him now. We need a right winger. <laughs> um, but he, he both feet, right foot and left foot, um, scored goals with his head. Like you say, with you're saying you were born 84. I was 87. I was even later than you. So I, I just, I, I remember Kinselskis. I always remember asking me dad to get his name on him. The back of one of my tops, and he said, "He said, one, yeah, he said one, you haven't got the shoulders, and two, I'm not paying for that. You know, it cost me too much. Like so, uh, but he, he, he was he was seconds on my list actually. Um, yeah. Absolutely fantastic player, brilliant, really, really good. Love him. Um, Matty, you might be able to tell me this one. When was his first goal for Everton? Um... I can picture a few of them. I don't think what was the first? It, it may have been someone across the uh, Stanley Park. Was it the Derby? Yeah, was that his first goals? Just the, yeah, he scored the brace, didn't yeah, he? he two, two, yeah. two, one way to announce no, the, 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 He kind of the one for me with that as well. I think it was our best finish in the Premier League era. Um, so, up until. Um, well, sorry, six and we lose out on the on Europe because Arsenal scored Bergham scored like a last minute goal or something. <laughs> we get fucked over all the time, don't <laughs> we? Yeah, it, it, it was six we finished, and it was only it was only when uh 2004 2005 we bettered that. Uh, that was that we reached the same you know the, the same dizzy heights, uh, but it was our and you know you can't. Kind of knock what what impact he must have had on that finish. That well. was a good side. He was in that, that midfield was was really good with speed and uh, when you had like Parkinson as well. Parkinson was a better player than than you'd remember because he got injured quite early. Yeah, yeah. He, you can add him to a long list of players, and we'll mention one in a bit. Actually, with Uber, uh, where the injuries probably stopped them being as, as good as they probably would have been for us. Yeah. Uh, you know, not to say that they weren't, weren't still good players. Uh, but you know, so right, that's kind of Kinchelskis done, like you say. What we wouldn't do for an Andre Kinchelskis now, and it's in the position that we probably need the most, right midfield. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Um, now, um, I'm just trying to remember. Did you have Seamus Coleman, Matt? Yes. Um, I'll let you start with this then. Uh, I think you had him as well, didn't you, Matt? Yeah, I've got him there. Um, why did you put him in, Matt? Well, apart from the obvious, like the price. Um... I think like the last couple of seasons, he's come in for a lot of criticism. Like, but before that, I still think he's a good player. I like him. But before that, it's his direct running and uh, they popping up with important goals as well. He scored quite a decent return. Got a decent goal return as a right back. And uh, I think a lot of a lot of the time, a lot of stuff went through him. 
So he was yeah. he, he's always been an effective player for us. He's got 20, 26 goals, Matt, from right back. That's not bad going, that's no, that's that's good going, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you know, just under 300 appearances for us. That's um, a great to see. It is, isn't it? You know, for 60 grand. Yeah. <laughs> but but he's, he's like, you know, we go through stages of people getting picked on on our side and he, he seems to be one of them at the moment. Yeah, he does. And I'll be honest, I've I've, I've picked on him quite a bit. Um, only because you know what he can do. But, yeah. And, and that's why you're frustrated because you... I think when he broke... When he had that injury and broke his leg, he hasn't been the same player. We all know that. Yeah, um, and it, it's a shame. I don't want to see him, you know, getting slated and stuff. But he's always been a, a model professional for us, hasn't he? And just got on with it. Yeah. He's great off the pitch and the dressing room and stuff like that. So that's why I've got him in my list as well. He's just a fantastic player for us over the years. I think he's naturally slowed down a little bit because he's he's thirty one now, isn't he? And he's well, that's it. Yeah. His game was all about like driving forward, going on the outside, or you know, just you didn't. I don't think he even, he even knew what he was going to do. No, at times, no. you know, he was that quick, wasn't he? And um, yeah, he's a fantastic player, like for us. You know, you know, it makes me wonder as well, lads. Um, I was listening to Rogers uh, Blue Half podcast, and he had a couple of the Irish lads on there, Joe included, who's on the fans forum. Um, and he was talking about him. He kind of made me fall back in love with him, you know, when he talked about how great Seamus was and all the stuff he's done in the background and obviously how much of a model professional he is, captain and Ireland. And not to say that, that that should be that alone, but it makes you wonder how much of an impact it, it has not having a good right midfielder in front of him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we, we've kind of picked and, cho- you know, a few people have done the role there. And it, it's quite telling that when we play the bigger sides, he's tended to bring Coleman back in at right back. It's almost like he doesn't trust Sadibe uh, defensively against the bigger side. Um, so it, I would like I'd like to see him given another you know give, given another season. I think that you know the biggest priority is right midfield. You know, and maybe if we do get a, a top quality right midfielder, and we might see a better Seamus Coleman as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's done enough over the years anyway to justify being in your top ten. Definitely. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. And again, you know, it was another David Moyes buy, wasn't it, for a, a good it price? It was. I mean, I don't know where the hell he plucked it from, but it, it, unbelievable. 60 grand for, like we say, just under 300 appearances in the Premier League. It's great. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, and I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, does we all have Richarlson? We I did. put him in last minute, yeah. And he did. So Heather Fellaini. Fucking last minute, Matt. What's going on here? Last I was minute. thinking too far in the past and then I realised, oh, hang on, there's one right in front of us now. Fucking hell, you were singing a bar on the other week. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Playing songs about on the other week. <laughs> it's because he's, he's, he's that much one of us, I think, of him as a scouter. It's funny, funny you should say this, actually. Um, I was speaking to, to Greg O'Keefe on the phone before. He's doing a, a piece on, on Rich Allison. Uh, well, not just Rich Allison, but he was talking about him. Um, and I just think that this lad is as good a player I've seen in Everton. He's he, he pretty much 62 games, 23 goals. Pretty much got a one and three records. And, you know, considering part of that's been playing on the wing as well. And he's, what, 22? Um, and he's 22. Yeah. It's fucking... That's a, that's a fantastic return, that, and it's only getting better as well. Very, yeah, very much so, mate. I mean, I watched that documentary on Brazil on Amazon Prime, and even within the national squad, he seems to be like one of the main men. You know, he seems to be like right in the mix in the click, and he's like that at Everton. You know, you can tell he just enjoys, he just enjoys the whole thing, like playing football and the banter and the camaraderie and that. And I just think we've got a, we've got a superstar in our hands with him. Um, yeah. he, he could play, in my opinion, could play for anybody in the world. I, re- I really believe that. And you can tell he loves it at Everton. Um, fantastic player, man. You know, as long as we can try and keep hold of him. Um, you know, I just think I think he's a, he's a smashing player. I love watching him play as well. He's a little snide as well, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's, 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 like, he's, like, a, he's like a Kale or a Naismith, a little snide who, you know... Fires the foul, leaves the foot in. He's not soft, like. 
Yeah, it's a lot like a lot like no. Shearer that way, isn't it? The way that you can buy a foul. Because a lot of the time I look at it and think that was never a foul last, but we've won yeah. the free kick. Yeah. Clever. He, he just you know what you know what he, he reminds you? He's got that kind of siege mentality that Suarez out about yeah. him as well. You know, when it's like, it's like he's against you know, he's against the referee, he's against their centre half, he's against their crowds. He's just, he just, he like fucking injects it into his veins. How angry you know he gets it everywhere. Right? You know what it is? All the top players have that, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. All the top players have that. And they're all like that in training as well. If, if you believe all the stories that come out of training grounds, they, mm-hmm. they fight like that on the training pitch as well. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like, yeah, I think you were talking about it before. Actually, Mitch, and you were talking about obviously his upbringing in Brazil and he, he's had to fight his way to be where he is as well. You can see that, can't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. He had a, like, so I watched a few programmes on him and stuff, and it, yeah, he had, he had a tough upbringing. A lot of his friends and, and that went to prison, drugs and stuff, and he could have went the same way, but he was just that dedicated to football, just loved playing football. And um, like you say, you look at him now, I mean, as far as he's 22, he's playing in the Prem, playing for his national team. He's, he's a superstar in the making for me. And you know, I reckon it must be into the thousands now who have got that R nine Ronaldo haircut. Yeah. But he's, he keeps sharing them. Only we must be looking to capitalise on something in Brazil because we're missing we're missing about there if we're not as a club because he's a he's a cult legend over yeah. there, isn't he? We've missed too many boats over yeah. the years. Yeah, we have master. It's it's definitely something we 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 need to do better. At, you know. America, obviously, all the, the American players we've had over the years. Um, and right, that brings me nicely on to probably saying, did anyone, did you all have Tim yeah, Howard or not? I did, yeah, of course. Go on, Mitch, I'll let you start with T. How then? Uh, I mean, just just over 350 appearances for us, he, he, he had. Um, I think he only cost about three mil. I mean, yeah. how many years yeah. he gave us? He was just—he was—he was a cracking goalkeeper. Actually, got a goal to his name as well against Bolton. Yeah. I was—I was actually there at that match. Remember that one? Um, but he, I mean, I don't think you could leave Tim Howard out, could you? Out of this list for what he's done for Everton. He still—he still talks about Everton now. Still comes back, doesn't he? Um, loves us. Yeah. You know, he was great. I, I used to like Tim Howard. Yeah, and he was another one where uh, I think people's judgment of him was clouded by like his last season. Yeah, when he started, he started getting, you know going downhill a little bit. But you can't say there was a save that always sticks in my mind that he's done against Southampton. Yeah, where, uh, he nearly he pretty much stretched behind himself and clawed the ball. That's right. Yeah, he, he plucked it out, didn't he? Somehow. Yeah, yeah, and that was a goal all day. That and yeah, some, somehow he kept it out. But he, that's what he had in him. He could do that, and if you look back. Through his whole career and everything, he did that things like that quite often, more often than he cost us. Yeah, he, he did, mate. Yeah, I always remember the shot as well down the Gladys Street, and I think Skulls hit it and it deflected. He's going the wrong way, and he hit it with his foot over the bar. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, uh, I remember that one. Yeah, he, he again probably another player that you probably maybe didn't appreciate at the time. Haven't it's only now that he's left and you look back and go, do you know what he was cracking play for us? Yeah. You know, um, obviously we've had some good British keepers, um, but in terms of uh, reaction shot stoppers, um, uh, Martin, Nigel Martin was more well rounded, yeah. wasn't he? He was more like a he was like a seven and a half, eight in every every kind of area of goalkeeping. Southall was just ten out of ten of, of everything, but Southall was Southall, the world's greatest. Uh, but I think in terms of like reaction shot stopping. He, he he was he, he was one of be one of the best around, wasn't he? He could just fucking just react in a split second and get on, you know. Yeah, on exactly. The only thing I'd, I'd say is we only had Martin didn't for about two seasons, yeah. and we, we had Sim Howard yeah. for for a good, a good I think just under ten years was he was he at the club weren't it just under ten years? Um, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so if you look at what he done over the years, he's brilliant signing, mate. A three mil, like I say. Um. Yeah, great, great player. Have we all got Stephen yeah, Peter? Right. Um, this is something that interesting one. Um, go on. Who wants to start with Peter? Um, well, go on, I'll start. Well, 
he was another one who only cost a couple of million, wasn't it? Was it two and a half million? But two million, yeah. But I know we bought him back again off Tottenham for like three or something like that. But what was it five? But we'd sold him for three. It, it all works out anyway. Yeah. But uh, I think it was uh, that that partnership we had with Baines sort of that that defines us as well as well as Kale defines us as a player. That partnership down that side was everything went through them and Pierre he, he was like a really skillful footballer. You saw him warming up for one of the games where he was flicking the ball behind his head and then heading it with the back of his head. Yeah. Until the floor. And he could do just weird things like that. And that, that Arsenal goal where yeah. um, he was just he was clean to me when it looked like he was gonna blast it and he just nonchalantly dinked it. He he could do anything. He was a good little tackle he was hard as nails as well. Yeah, very much so, Macy. Again, he's one of my one of my favourite players now looking back. Um, you know, he, he's just there's certain players that when they get the ball, you, you expect something to happen. They sort yeah. of get you on your feet and you go, Yeah, I've got a chance here. And he was just he was just quality, man. One of my favourite goals was uh, Osmond's one against Larissa in the in the Yeah, year. I was gonna mention that, yeah. Yeah, and Pina's little touch for that. Was just world class. It was unbelievable. But he's done that in a few a few different games as well, like little flicks like that, and just what cool. like quality player to watch. Really, you know, looking back now, he was really really good. You know, you, the interesting one I say to you as well. Um, I know we've talked about this in our group chat on WhatsApp, but obviously the big thing that Bernard isn't whack, whacking the goals in left, right, and centre. Um, but Pienaar, his goal record, interestingly, he only ever got 11 goals, I think it was, in the Premier League. So I think he ended up about yeah. 1-8. Yeah, yeah, he did in the Premier League. Yeah, I think he got 20... Um, I've got, well, I've got it written down here, 24 overall for us, like, four. Um, yeah, I know what I mean, yeah. Pienaar always seems to do the pass before the assist, didn't he, as well? Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Just that split pass where yeah. he split the defence, someone will run through, set it up, goal. But, um, yeah, I, I hope Pienaar's... Can develop into in, into a Pina, which I think he is anyway. Um, you know, but Pina looking back, quality. Sometimes you need them players, don't you? You need you need your, it's it you know you need you need your Richardsons. It, it's it's a mixed bag. You need on the field. You don't want every player being the same. So you know, I know we're after a right midfielder who's direct and can score goals, but. You know, something's got to give either side. You can't have two of them on either wing. You need one that maybe is good at linking yeah. the play up and, and yeah, together. Did I say you said something um, about Lukaku had scored most of his Everton goals coming in off the right? Did someone say that recently? Uh, I was not know. <laughs> I might have made that up, but it's worth looking at how many he scores coming in off the right, being yeah. direct. Like that Chelsea one he scores in the cup. Are you thinking down the lines of could we play Richarlson there? Have we got? Yeah, we got I mean, I don't want to play him there. I want to play him up front because if Brazil can play him up front, then we can. But if you had to, yeah, I can see him coming in off the right and scoring a lot of goals. He's, he's done it anyway. Yeah, hasn't it's he? it. He's, yeah. Done it. he's yeah. done it from the right. He's done it from the left. He's done it from up front, Richarlson. Yeah. Um. Right. Um. Do we all have Lee Carsley or not? I do. You did. I do be all I Fellaini. Like, I swapped him for Richarlison, but I do like I did like Fellaini. Uh, right, well we'll start on we'll start on the um start on the, the odds and sods then of the ones we have and haven't got. Um so um well we said Carsty, so we'll start off with, with Carso. Um go on Mitch. Why have we got Carso in? I'll let you start uh, on that one. Carsley. I mean Apart from the Derby, the Derby winner, like obviously that's why he's in the list. But I just think he was a, he was a cracking footballer who just done all the donkey work. Sort of let the likes of Gravison and Kale and Arte get the plaudits and go go ahead. But he just protected that back four. Um, and, and to be fair, he had his moments himself. He, he scored three kicks. He scored last minute winners for us. He scored Derby winners. Um, a quality player, like. I mean, you know, we, we we met him, didn't we, and stuff. And he's a mad blue. He's, he's a big, big Evertonian, isn't he? Yeah. Um, fantastic yeah. player, mate. I just, I just thought he was quality. I just used to love the way he just used to, he used to do it all himself in midfield, really. But let the others, you know, do do the 
the get the goals, get the assists, the, the skills and that. But he just used to do all the donkey work for us. That you know that sort of went unnoticed at the time. There's rumours that Real Madrid were actually scouting him by mistake, and they ended up buying oh. Gravison. It's not true. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> he was that good. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I agree, Mitch. That goal that was the zero four zero five winner, wasn't it? Uh, where he uh, he took it on the uh, the, the inside yeah. of the right foot, caught the caught the keeper Gary Anders. Um, but you know, I agree. I think, and again, what we're saying about you know, it doesn't have to always be the most talented footballers. You know, sometimes you need to look at the biggest impact and and what impact they have on the side over the, a long period of time. And, and Lee Carsley definitely had that impact, didn't he? And he, you know, he, again, a player that encapsulates Everton football. Yeah, but... definitely, mate. Very much so. Uh, and if Andy Alpavote is listening to this, I know he's going to be cringing because I know he likes his football and football players. <laughs> so Lee Carsley and Tim Cale and the likes he won't be happy with. But uh, I'm sorry, Andy, he's in our <laughs> list. So, <laughs> um, so we'll move on to. Um, We'll move on to, uh, well, you've both got him, so we'll move on to him on Arteta. Um, So, go on, Matt, over to you, Arteta. I just thought he was, again, to the price we got him for and the big profit we made when we sold him. And I think he got, what, 30-odd goals. He did did sort of make us tick at times. He was a classy player and he did have a little, he had a nasty streak as well, which you forget. There was something he done when, I think it was Pedersen, Fouled him when we played Blackburn. Yeah, and he shot up and like we've poking him in the eye. Poked him in the eye, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. You you want to see that they, as well as being silky little players that they can dig in when they have to, and I think he could. And he did pop up with important goals like that one against Fiorentina, which was one of my favourite goals I've ever seen live. Because we battered them that day, absolutely battered them, McGoodison, and it was summed up in that goal he scored. So, yeah. <laughs> Um what what are your thoughts on him? Yeah, I just he was quality, absolute class act. Um, at, at the time when we got him, we just lost Gravison to Real Madrid, and uh, we were a bit worried. I, I don't know, I was worried. Like, and he came in, didn't he? And it was like he just been playing there for years. He just slotted straight in. Um, and ever since he's just he was just a class act. If you look back at the goals he scored, important goals, three kicks, important penalties, last minute penalties. Um, just an absolute quality player, and it was only for the fact he got that bad injury that slowed him yeah. down, and he and he was never the same player after that, unfortunately. Um, he could have he could have kicked on for us if if he hadn't got injured, and he's then ended up getting in that Spain squad. Yeah, I, I mean, I remember like at the time I was playing footy at the time, but like arguing with the lads at the footy going, and they were going on about Alonso all the time, Alonso this, Alonso that. I was like, Do you know what, Arteta's is just as good as him. Arteta's just as good as him. And Arteta, yeah. he, was, he, was, he was quality. You know, don't yeah. forget, Arteta only cost us two mil. Alonso cost them ten mil. And yeah. um, he, he was just, a, he was a fantastic player. And um, like I say, I, that injury was just a sickener as well for us because I, I think that's when we were going, were we going for the cup that year? The FA Cup? Yeah, it was, it was the 2009 FA Cup. Yeah, it put him out the cup, didn't it? Yeah, it did, yeah. Yeah, yeah and uh, who knows what has happened if we still had him in the side. Yeah, cause I think we ended up playing Gosling in that cup final, didn't we? I think we did. We had a couple of injuries. Uh, Jaggy Elk had put himself out like the week before, didn't he, as well? Yeah, Lars Jakobsen was playing right back. Yeah, it was it was tight because Jaggy Elk had got the, scored the winning pen and then put himself out the, the bleeding final. But, yeah. But Arteta, like I say, was just a massive blow like when he got injured because he's our creativity and... You know. It was like the, the yin and yang, wasn't it, between him and Kyle? Yeah, yeah. He's just a... Uh, unlike Sabina at uh, Osman. And Osman, He's just yeah, on the yeah. same wave when them, all them lot, like, so... Yeah, quality player. Right. I, I'm not going to regret this one. I haven't put him in because <laughs> I think he's a little rat. <laughs> <laughs> so, because of Albert, the reason why he left. I just... Uh, I, I just... Yeah, I, I just... You know, I just... For me, I, I again, I, I'm not denying his quality. Um, I think he was excellent there, but he played right across midfield, left mid, right mid, centre mid. Um, but I, it was that game I think that really stuck in me in my mind. The one um, where we battered Arsenal um, at Goodison Park, 
Um, and he ended up scoring an own goal as well. And he was a little rat in that game. And I remember Baines. <laughs> so that's why you've left the him out. Yeah. Because of one game that he played for Arsenal. <laughs> like, apart, <laughs> you forgot about all the other eight seasons he was at Everton, but you remember that one game. Yeah, forget that goal against Villarreal. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, I haven't, I haven't forgiven him. <laughs> right, you've gone down in my estimation, you. <laughs> you don't like me, yeah. Mitch. Well, you know what I mean. I, I can get. This I, hope, I um, hope there's a backlash right, after, uh, so, on you, <laughs> after you. <laughs> um, and somewhat controversially, um, we'll go on to one that Matt hasn't got. He just about hit the post and, and took him out, which was Mario Anfellini, who is definitely, definitely. chronically races yeah, in general football player. Um, Mitch, go on over to yeah, you then. I think the thing with, with Fellaini, it's only when he left us, I really appreciate how good he was. And when you look back, right, I think because he doesn't look like a footballer. I mean, he's big afro, he's tall, he's slight, he's, he's slow, he's not the quickest of footballers. But fuck me, he was effective, man. He used to, he, he was physical. He was another snad that we keep going on about, like Sakale and Naismith and Richarlison. He'd leave the, the elbows. In. Yeah, he'd leave the elbow in, he'd leave the head in. And he scored important goals for us, you know. And unfortunately, we couldn't keep hold of him. But I, I look back now and go, do you know what? He was a cracking player for us, him. He had that one move he always did with the, with the ball was coming out the air. And he'd just bring it down on his chest. On his chest. Down and pass it. Yeah. He, he, he was, he, he was, um, you know, quality. It's only when I look back now and I go, do you know what? He, he was good for us, him. I think his best season was, was the last season when Moyes was there. And Yeah. Um, he, was that the one where he had to go, he had to go to the crowd? He on might have done, like, he might have done, yeah. Um, but, I don't play it. Well, I mean, it was one of them. It was a frustrating day for everyone, wasn't it? But, I mean, I remember, like, the, the first game of the season, yeah. United won nil, and he was just unplayable. They just they couldn't deal with him. He scored, he scored one nil. And, um, like I say, he's just a quality player. I mean, he actually scored against us, didn't he, in the cup semis at Wembley? When we yeah, went to Wembley. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I... I... He's like the pantomime yeah, villain, he's, isn't he's he? An easy target, I think. When things were going wrong, I he, think because he, he stands be, out, doesn't he? He, he stood out, out, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he played up front as well, didn't he? The one, the, the one. one stuck well, that was it. Front. I mean, well, that, that was the other thing. I mean, Yakubu uh, uh, got injured early in the season, put him out for the season, and I think Saha got injured as well. And Everton didn't have a striker, and they lashed him up there, and he's done a job. He's done well for us. He scored goals, and I think Kale plays often. Yeah, and that shows you how good he was because he could play up front, he could play number ten, he could play centre mid, he could play number six, number eight. He was he was that good. He could play anywhere, right down the middle. The, there was an article in the Athletic recently, and um, this was Landon Donovan's quote about uh, Marwan. Um, Man, don't underestimate how effective he is. He doesn't look the, he doesn't look the smoothest, but he is the most effective player I've ever, uh, soccer player I've ever played with. Running stats, he said the manager used to put running stats on the boards after the game and Flaney yeah, was, was always I, I, I can believe that, yeah. So something mm-hmm. it's similar to what we've just said, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly what you've just said. And still at Everton his, his goal ratio was one in one in every five and a half games, which considering, you know, he, he did, you know, play as a centre midfielder. Um and obviously we had Kale in that advanced position. So a lot of the time he was a I've lot got him, deeper. I've got him down there. I've got him down there. 166 appearances, 33 goals. Oh, 33. Yeah, right, I must have got the Premier League goals there. Um, interesting. If you type him in, you see where it's mm. like ugly but effective. A good plan B. Um, you know, he suggests that he should have been plan A, but you know, in United, I think yeah. was it Mourinho well, loved him, didn't he? He sums up that every period. I don't know whether I'm bias or anything but everyone used to say Everton over the hard working side they get stuck in but we were actually a good good team a good football team and I think it's the same with him he was a, he was a better player than you give him credit for yeah 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 um, now the, these are a couple of the, the ones we've got on the list uh, how many had distance to be honest I wish <laughs> in. 
Just, just miss, um, miss the conservation. I'll quickly run over this. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, but I, I just love this man. I thought he was a complete sense of half, left footed, big. Um, you know, he he fast. Um, he was like, you know, he almost when I've seen a few few snippets of this new, you know, Gabriel. Um, he's almost got a bit of, of him about him. Do you know what I mean? Where. Uh, the, the, I know that, that Benitez said in his biggest regrets that he, you know he attempted to sign Distan, Jovetic and Barry for Liverpool um, in the season just before he went. Um, I, I, and I just think that Distan was very highly rated. If anything, we got him too late. It would be nice to get him early, but he still played 174 what, games. What, what, what did you think of his assist as well as in the Cup semis? Oh. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> we talked about this the other day, didn't we? Joseph, Yo- you know Joseph Yovo again, probably another. You know, at times he was a very good footballer for Everton, but he'll be remembered sometimes because of his mistakes rather than what he actually did do. Um, and you know, I think Distan was prepared to stand up when he made a mistake as well and talk about it. And he had broad shoulders, uh, physically and also mentally as well. You know, and he, he was prepared to stand up and, and be counted in Everton Football Club, and he was a professional fella as well. Uh, oh, yeah, I mean, I'm about denying all well, so. that, like, um, you know, but but you left Arteta out because he had a bad game for Arsenal, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but you, you, you're putting this down in. Yeah, I'm a centre half, Mitch. I've, I've had to, I've had to show on some centre half in there. I, I, I know you'd always have a wild card in there. Like this time was great. Don't get me wrong. I thought he was really a good centre half because we just lost Lescott as well at the time, and yeah. uh, we just lost him to Man City, and everybody was gutted. And you know the whole fucking circus around him at the time, and this time come in, and to be honest, it was like we never really missed Lescott because this time was there. Yeah, he, he, he just added some incredible balance. And, he, you know, he was another good centre-half signing in that era where we signed a lot of good defenders. A lot of bad defenders, actually, as well. But, we, we, you know, we did sign some fantastic yeah. defenders that are still in the team today. Uh, or the team. Um, so the two that Matt has got here, I don't think anyone else has got these. Or I've right. changed my eyes on Is it, Is your Two hundred minutes deep now, man. Stand by your decision. That UEFA Cup run we had that season. I think he scored a lot of goals that year. But I'm looking now at the loss we made on him. I know money doesn't really matter, but it's a sort of levels of like it's an indicator of what he was like when we sold him. And uh, I don't know now. Do you know what, Matt? Right, I've got I've got me top ten, but I had like you know mentions that I'd mentioned. And Yakubu was there, right? And I, that season, the first season, he was unbelievable. He was unplayable. He, he yeah. was better than something I've ever seen. Eleven, he was he was unbelievable. But that injury he got just in the next season just stopped him. And oh, when he, like he, he walked off the pitch with the snap Achilles. Yeah, it was like he had one good season with us, but then it, it's just it weren't the same after that after that injury. And that's why yeah. I, you know, but that season, his first season, I'll be honest, he was. It was unbelievable that season, him. Yeah. Just a shame I couldn't go on. He was almost... Yeah, he was almost exactly what we needed as well, wasn't he? He'd been what we'd been crying out for. Obviously, we had Marcus Bent. And I think Bent finished about just over about 10 goals, didn't he? Well, we needed someone who could do it both. Well, hold the ball up and score as well, goals as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. Who <laughs> weirdly seems to be an Everton fan now? James Beatty, he, he talks in glowing terms about Everton. Yeah. He's a nice fella, to be fair, yeah. and he's doing some cracking stuff at the moment with the yeah. he's helping out with the food banks and all that. Um from what he was a so I, I, we shouldn't like him too. He was, much, he was great he just wasn't else he played. Yeah, yeah. When we when we signed him, I was made up. I thought Canel, you know, yeah. twenty goal a season striker, scored all sorts of goals. And like you say, it just didn't. It just didn't happen. So it might not necessarily be his fault. It just it could be any number of reasons, couldn't it? Yeah, clearly not a bad player. Some sometimes, and this is why sometimes you can stare. You can stare at stats and yeah. tell me what someone's done somewhere else. But how many times have we seen? You know, sometimes yeah. the shoe fits, and there's no explanation why this player does all. Or you know. Out of the blue, does really well at one club, and then it's just shite everywhere else. Sometimes it's just about you know the you know the city 
just the right for them, the, the manager's right yeah. for them, you know, they've got a good dressing room and something can click. So, you know, it, it's, you well, know, sometimes like, he should yeah, look at well, what they've done it, elsewhere. Like, it's like at Watford. I mean, if he went any bit, went anywhere else, he probably wouldn't be the same player. It's just, it's just, yeah. the certain clubs fits, just yeah. suits, yeah, it just fits. Yeah. I think he was the same as Southampton, BC. Yeah, definitely mentioned that, you oh, know, Kevin it. Campbell yeah. was, was fucking unbelievable at us. You know, again, you know, a player that just misses Everton Football oh. Club, um, like, like, it right, go on. Um, got, have we got like, one more to mention there, I think? Um, yeah, we've got Matt's got uh, a, 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 an interesting one here, Anders Limpar. Um, but I think, to be fair, again, he's probably an underrated player yeah. because yeah, I can tell he didn't score many goals for us, Limpar. But um, that, just purely on that cup final um, performance, he was unplayable that day. And I know he gave away the penalty against Wimbledon, but he went and won one down the other end in a period where you no, know, he you don't, you don't like cheating. But he had a bit about him that everyone seems to be doing now, but no one was doing back then. He was a bit cute the way he drew the foul and went over. Yeah. Um, it, good topic actually, because if we talk about wingers that like to dive and cheat, uh, you've got a great one on the line for that one, Lee Mitch. Uh, I, I was it, hey, it's being clever. It's being clever, like Matt says. You got to be clever, you know. <laughs> to be fair, oh, Mitch, you got us in a cup final, and um, and you set me up. I even, I even bagged well. myself in that game, so, so uh, I, I can't. I can't <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I get you there, Matt. Matt. I think Limpar was again. He probably really underrated. He really doesn't get the credit he deserves, and he was. He was a very natural, um, yeah. Well, he uh, did play for because he was a bad player, he? Yeah. he was a good player for Arsenal as well. As the only reason I haven't got a bit match is because it was the yeah, season yeah. I started going, I was only about six or seven. Um, yeah, yeah. and it was, the, it was the season we won the cup. And, and I remember, I remember, like, you know, I remember him and stuff, but I don't remember him that well to put him in my top 10, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but yeah, quality player. Right, we'll try and agree on the on on, on the top on. three. Um, so um, yeah, I've Mitch, got Tim Cahill, Andre Kincelskis, and Seamus Coleman. It, no, just who, sorry, wait, is that in order? But, but why do you want it in order, like? All right, okay. Um, so you've got right, number three, Seamus Coleman. Yeah, go on. Number two, Andre Kincelskis, and number one, Tim Cahill. Oh, that's interesting. Go on, Matt. To be honest, same order as well. Kale, definitely, definitely the first. Yeah. Ken I know he wasn't, we didn't have him for that long, but just purely for how he made you feel when he was playing for us. Definitely. And Coleman, just because that bit of business, getting a player like that for that long, for that place, you know, he's he's brilliant. He'd have to stay in there. I feel bad that the other players missing out, but I think if you push me, that, that will be my top three, yeah. Put it this way, th- them three players cost what? Not like me. Seven mil or three. Yeah, Chelsea must have been about seven. Know, yeah, seven point sixty k. That's good going there. You know, something like that. Right, my, my list is slightly different, but you know, <laughs> I like to be controversial, really? don't I, Mitch? So. Um, uh, Num- number three, uh, Rich Allison, just because of his one and two records, I think he's got everything. He's probably the most complete footballer I've seen at Everton Football Club who can do it all. They play anywhere, you know, right mid, left mid, up front. Number 10. Uh, yeah, I always wanted, yeah, I-, I grew up watching um, Middlesbrough with Janino and always wanted Everton to have a Brazilian player uh, when I was growing up and, and-, and we got it. Uh, well, we, we finally got a good Brazilian because we've had Joe. We've had a few <laughs> um, terrible Brazilian Rodrigo. players. But, you know, yeah. Um, so we finally got a good Brazilian who, who, who's, who's growing and growing. And, and for me, I know he's only been at Everton for a relatively small small amount of time. But, uh, you know, already for me, he's become more than a lot of players have done. It, you know, we spent a long time at Everton Football Club. Um, number two, Lukaku, just because he's the Premier League all-time top goal scorer. 
for us. And I just think that he was just a fantastic player. Um, I still curse him for the season when I had him to score 20 goals or more. And I think he ended up on 19, even though he was on 16 at about February. But I'll let him off. Um, you know, <laughs> You're out of that, And uh, the, the one I do agree with you uh, is Kinshels, because I put him as my number one. Um, no, and, and I know I know you're going to probably kill me for this one, but um, I thought Tim Cale was incredibly effective for, for Everton Football Club, don't get me wrong. Um, but if I had to, you know, and again, if we're talking longevity, you know, yeah, Tim Cale, yeah, all day long. But if we're talking about um, looking at slightly different, you know, the, 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 you know, the best I've seen at, at a period of time, Tim, you know, I, I just put Richardson and Lukaku in front of them and Kinchelskis was just an incredible football player and I can't knock them at the one. Listen, if opinions, I do see the argument. And your own opinion can change depending on yeah. you know, today, can't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd have to... Uh, listen, we're not going to... You know, you've got your one, I've got my one. Um, but yeah, you know, it's it's one of them, isn't it? It's a good discussion anyway. Now, quickly, um, I know we're short on time, but the ones that, that, that I was gutted missing out on my list, yeah. uh, certainly Samuel Eto'o. Um, I'd certainly say Joseph Yogo. Um, was, you know, played a lot of years for Everton. He, he certainly had some, you know, very good seasons. He probably had some poor ones as well, but um, he was a good player. And obviously, Akuba for me, that I missed out. But what about yourselves? Who were the ones? Yeah, I've one got a few, mates. Got I've there? got a couple there. I've got uh, Tommy Graveson. Yeah, uh, I've got I've got Yakubu, I got Louis Saha. I thought Saha was, him, yeah. was a cracking player. Just uh, just injuries, unfortunately, but a uh, quality player. Um, I've I've wrote a couple down. I've got I've got Ghana. I thought Ghana was a good player for us, but uh, the only thing with Ghana is I don't. I look back and go, what was his best moment for Everton? What was his? Did, did he have a good moment? Like. You know, like even Lee, you know, like Lee Cars when he scored in a derby and scored three kicks and stuff. Um, that's the only reason why he's not there. But I thought he was a great player for us, Ghana. Um, Andre Gomez, I mean, quality player, you know, but he's just not been here long enough to sort of justify being in the top ten. I think ability wise, yeah. ability wise, he could be in there, no problem. Um, but yeah, they're they're, a, they're just a couple of players that I've sort of written down. There's a man. I'm sort of the same. What about yourself, Matt? I really like Sahar, but I think we might have got him just a little bit too late. Yeah. But then he did end up going to Tottenham after us, didn't he? Yeah. So he, he was a good player, good goal scorer. Scored, and, um, scored in the cup final as well. He did, yeah. Yeah. And and another player who he was in a short period of time, he was brilliant. But I think we ruined him like we do with everyone. It would be someone like Yelovich. Yeah. Yeah, very much always, yeah. Yelovich, <laughs> he still gave me one of my best aways, Yelovich, which was uh, Sunderland's away. Um, I think that was the first time I went away. Uh, I haven't only been with that hands tours a couple of times, but I think that was one. Uh, and we ended up in some booze, like this case, he was getting volleyed round. And some Newcastle fan <laughs> walked past and got given a You know what, mate? I always remember the game when uh, he scored against yeah. City at the end. And remember, I I went at that game because where was yeah. I with you? Remember? Uh, yeah. yeah, I phoned you. I was walking out to the Gladys Street. Um, that game. I was in. And uh, I phoned you and Carl. Uh, yeah. You were in Dublin. Yeah, I was in the, 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 the old Dublin pub with a loads of uh, Everton Everton birds. Do you like loads of loads of birds? <laughs> and we were all singing Elvis. I think Carl walked out with a car on. We were singing Yellowbits, like, and it was just fantastic, man. I remember that, like, really well. Right, and, 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 and well, first of all, no one's going to be surprised by that, but uh, uh, we'll talk about the last topic, which was the biggest regret. The player that you just just didn't work out like you wanted it to. Um, so we'll go on, Mitch. While you've been speaking, go to you first. Uh, I've got a couple names written down, but one of the players that I wanted us to sign because I thought he was quality 
was Manuel Fernandez. Yeah. And when when we got him, I was he was quality when he, when he came in and joined us and that. And then I thought we were going to sign him. I thought it was going to be similar to Arteta. He came in on loan. We would have got him signed and then he would have kicked on. But it didn't happen. Then we got him, I think, a season or two later on loan. And he was still good, but he weren't as good as the first time round. And I just wanted... I just thought he was quality. Um, and I, I wish we'd signed him at the time. But I've, I've got a couple of names there as well. But he's probably one of the biggest ones, to be, to be honest. Yeah, exceptionally talented dribbler, one on one. You know, he, he was probably as close to what yeah. you'd say Dembele. He wasn't his prime at Spurs, and he he kind of didn't work out for him anywhere else really. Then I think he went to Valencia. And, well, you know, he, he, yeah, you should get the nail on the head. I was going to say maybe Everton suited him. Maybe it was, that was his club. Yeah, definitely, Mitch. Mass, what you, what's your lad you've got there? Yeah, because you, you think when you sign him. Samuel Eto, you sign one of the best players in history, really, aren't you? He's up. He... You signed two of them in the same game or something against Burnley. Against Burnley, yeah. And they were good goals as well. But what what you think? What you think we would be getting when we got Eto and what we actually got? Mm. It didn't really work out, but he was class. But I think things in the dressing room might have. Because you know, he actually went, he played. actually went on to to play for a couple more years, didn't he? I say as well. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, and uh, the other players, other players have got it and down like Royston Dremp. Yeah. You know, when when he came in, you're like fucking hell. He, he looked quality and just didn't work out with him. Obviously, he loves his, his, his booze and his strippers and all that. But yeah, well, you know my views on on Dutch players and everything. They never work out. But yeah. amazing. Was another one. He's another one. Yeah, I've got written down there. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> we need to sign a good Dutch player to put this myth to bed. <laughs> got play the Johnny Anthem is always my high, um, he's my, my high points. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, he was always Moise's uh, comfort blanket as soon as we went 1 0 up. Yeah. Yeah. He'd take the off and pipe and get on, wouldn't he? Uh, yeah, my one I've gone for yeah. is Landon Donovan. And and just because, I, I, A, I love American players. I always think their attitude is great. I think, you know, they're always seasoned professionals. Um, Athletic-wise, they're always at the highest they can be. You know, that you know Donovan, uh, you look at Pulisic now, uh, uh, he's got a bit of their thinking, but Donovan was as close to Konchelskis that we had in terms, not in terms of skill and ability, and I know that he was short to Konchelskis, but in terms of rapid pace, you know, he he was off yeah, the watch. I he was like he was quality. Sprinter. Couldn't keep up with him. Um, uh, and it was almost 2010 and 2012. We brought him on loan, and he, he just you know he didn't maybe he didn't score as many goals. I think he only got a couple, but he just stretched teams all the time, and he didn't was constantly for any of the fullbacks well. playing like against him. He, he was um, wanting to retire at a relatively young age or something. And maybe that's why we didn't get a permanent deal. Over the line for him because yeah, I was something about that. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah he just didn't, he, his head wasn't in it anymore, he just didn't want to do it. Yeah, uh, uh, again, I think he spoke speaks well about Everton, doesn't he? You know, he, again, my, he, yeah. maybe it was just the right place for him and just didn't happen. Yeah, maybe maybe the story would have played out a bit different if he, he got yeah. on with Kale and Arteta and all them as well, didn't he? So you know, it just didn't. Just for whatever reason, we didn't sign him, and it just didn't work out quite like he expected it to. Mm. And you know, it's just unfortunate. Yeah, really, yeah but, mate. You know, yeah. that's football, yeah. isn't it? And, uh, right. So if, uh, anyone else yeah, you want to mention before we finish off? There's loads. There's loads. The, <laughs> the other one who I wish he was still was still with us is uh, Jerry. You know, he he, lo- he loved Everton. We yeah. loved him, and yeah. You know, yeah. I know he's had a bad injury now, but he, he could have been a... He was quality in for us, and I just wish we had him longer. Yeah, we. I mean, that was the problem, wasn't it? He started... We always said about playing him in that, that 10 central class, role. But then yeah. he flattered to the yeah. scene on the wing, thinking now and again he could get lost yeah. there. But when he was on it, he was brilliant. Yeah. 
Yeah. I know. I know. We've said that on Twitter, and I've seen it pop up a couple of times. But it's that that that, um, that, that click of the seat when you know anticipation, where someone gets the ball and everyone's expecting something to happen. And and uh, you know, even Aaron Lennon actually brought that. You actually heard it quite a lot when he got the ball. But we haven't got as many players like that at the moment that can just beat someone one on one. Bernard would probably fit into that category. Uh, but. You know, it, there's nothing better than that that feeling of anticipation mm. when they get the ball and you just expect yeah, them to do so. the full back. It's great, isn't it? And, and if the price, you know, the price is right, I wouldn't be adverse to bringing him back. I just don't know if he fits into that full yeah. unless you play him as a, as one of the strikers. It's hard to fit in now because you expect Moyes Moyes keen to, to yeah, and and, I mean, you know, really kick. You know, Ancelotti will have yeah. his own ideas as well, won't he? Yeah, I think but, Jerry was was at uh, Martinez. Simon wasn't he? So, yeah, very yeah. good player, yeah. mate. Very good player. That's what, that's what I mean. I just wish it worked out with him, um, with, with us. Um, probably one for another day. We might, yeah. we might well discuss the Martinez here at some stage. Um, but right, um, I think that's it, boys. Uh, thanks for your time. Uh, thanks to everyone that's listening. Um, I hope you've had a laugh. Don't give us too <laughs> when much. You disagree, you, when you mean? disagree with us, um, <laughs> and uh, we'll be back. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll, we'll be back soon with something else. Uh, and Matt, I've got a couple of ideas. There might be a bit of a song coming up soon, might there? Get the guitar open, do it. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Like, That's it, lads. <laughs> right. Nice one, lads. Anyway, bye for now, kids. <laughs> <laughs>